Well, you've tried it all and it's not getting better, right? You don't sleep well, which makes you irritable, on edge all day. And then there are the other days when you're just down, nothing feels right. It's not your fault. There's a lot of that going around. If you're into natural alternatives, you're going to love this CB Distillery. America's trusted source for CBD products created a breakthrough compound. It is called CBN. And when combined with CBD, it interacts with our regulatory system responsible for sleep, emotional response, discomfort, perception, inflammation, even memory. Bottom line, this is the natural path to better sleep, a calm mind and body managing discomfort after physical activity and with over two million customers a money-back guarantee and no prescription required cb distillery it's the source we trust visit cbdistillery.com enter the code stephanie for a huge introductory discount again that code is stephanie at cbdistillery.com we use it all here at the stephanie miller show the gummies the soft gels the tincture and i use that salve on my sore muscles we love it you will too cbdistillery.com don't forget type in stephanie not available in idaho iowa or south dakota I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking out, here's Hal Sparks. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for joining us, as you often do on these Saturdays. I'm Hal Sparks. My buddy Johnny Million is with us. He's at Johnny Million One on Twitter. I'm at Hal Sparks on Twitter. Um, feel free to troll us there. Um, I had a hard time coming up with a name for today's show. I was telling Johnny before we started on the air that the, you know, the clown car of criminality was one of them. Uh, and and I, I settled on the free, uh, the <laughs> the creeps come out at right. And, um, that, you know, but I, I mean, it just goes on and on. So today, obviously, a lot of news broke that in in a normal universe would Blow everything else out of the water news-wise. The Matt Gates revelations that Joel Greenberg, um, you know, literally confessed in trying to get a pardon through Roger Stone that he <sighs> and oh, we'll get to that <sighs> that he and Matt Gates engaged in uh, um, sexual relations with a minor. With children. And yeah. With, and we're seeking, and on he was going to pay $250,000 in Bitcoin. Wow. Welcome to 2021. <laughs> to buy his way out of it through Roger Stone, that Roger Stone would be the conduit. We'll talk about that. Also, Rudy Giuliani's raid this week on Wednesday, which is hilarious. I have to tell, okay. Anybody who thinks this is a new revelation, uh, please go back two years to when Lev and Igor, Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman, um, no no relation to uh, um, Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. Um, <laughs> Igor, Igor Fruman, even though the same root, basic, you know, linguistic, na- you know, <laughs> name, um, just a different pronunciation. Uh, Igor and Lev um, started cooperating when they were arrested during the Trump administration for um, all kinds of, uh, you know, international shenanigans. And in the process, they, like everybody else who finds themselves in this situation, got their electronic devices and their information and their files seized and all that. And in that, they found, obviously, stuff that relates to their uh, conversations with and through Rudy Giuliani on things that were important to them that they would like handled in exchange for stuff that that Trump and Giuliani thought was important to them and that they would like handled. And there was this kind of quid pro quoing going on all the time. They were all screaming about the quid pro quo, and there was no quid pro quo. There it's was always deflection. It's every so single time much quitting and proing and quoing. It was just a, a filthy mashup of quid proing and quoing. It is amazing. And so, Wednesday morning at 6 a.m., the FBI, seven FBI agents, quite professionally, knocked on the door of Rudy Giuliani and said, we have a warrant, we need to seize your electronic devices, all your all your electronic devices that are communication devices. Let's be abundantly clear about that. Meaning, anything that hooks up to the Internet and that is used to con- convey information. So your phone's your laptop, your iPad, and if you have a desktop computer, which he does not have, we're going to take that too, right? Rudy at one point says, why aren't you taking Hunter Biden's hard drive? I told him, he said this on Tucker Carlson, I, I, I told him I had three copies, he had three Hunter Biden hard drives. Why do you have three copies of something? 
It, it's nuts. So, um, and, and thank you for the super chats, guys. I appreciate that. Welcome and good morning. Um, so Rudy Giuliani um, has all of his devices seized. After clearly a grand jury has been convened, they have looked at the evidence that was gathered when they arrested Levin Igor, and they went, oh, yeah, go get his stuff. And Rudy's defense is, the only, re- and he said this, uh, I, we went over it on my live stream yesterday, if anybody wants to check it out at infotainmentwars.com or nudesmax.com, if you want to go there, either one will take you there, um, that that he had, he uh, you know, he, he said the only reason, this is amazing, the only reason that you get a search warrant for evidence is if, and this is Rudy Giuliani's reasoning, this is a man who used to run the, the the office of SDNY or whatever, the U.S. AG office there, and was the DA for New York and went after the mob and used RICO allegedly to, you know, to broom the mob out of New York, you know, so the Russians and Chinese could move in. But never mind. Uh, what of that? Mm. Um, so he said the only reason you get a subpoena for evidence is if you think the person is going to Destroy the evidence or leave town. No. You get a subpoena or a warrant for evidence because you believe that evidence is evidence. Like there is. Yep. The, I, I I mean, that blew my mind. I there's seldom in this whole thing. Have I been shocked by the idiocy going on here? Because most of the time I write off, you know, his stuff as just lies. Right. Because in my estimation, anyway. having watched all of and have you watched any of Rudy's Common Sense show? <laughs> not, not since this stuff went down. I is he? It's uh, it's magic. It's uh, it's is uh, there, it is, is there an excess of saliva? Uh, no, there uh, there are a lot of brain farts. There's a lot of him just kind of. Uh, while talking about the fact that Biden can't put a sentence together, there are a lot of yeah. brain farts while saying Biden has dementia and doesn't know what he's doing. Literally, Rudy Giuliani will effectively shut down for seconds at a time trying to yeah. come up with, wait for it, the name of his own show. He'll literally start with, hello, this is Rudy Giuliani and welcome to... Uh, Rudy Giuliani. I, I can't really throw stones sense. because it's, when people ask me my age, I really hesitate, <laughs> and that doesn't change. Yeah, but you're not doing a show at the time about your age, and you haven't prepped all day <laughs> to do a show called Johnny Million is 51 or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's if you're naming your show. John. All right. Well, that's my podcast now. Right. Johnny Johnny is that's what I mean. If you were, if that was the name of your show, you wouldn't. Would you forget it? That it would it be in, in a you know, would it be mentally deep sixed with along with where are my keys and what did I come in this room for? No, it would not. <laughs> <laughs> so so Rudy Giuliani, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, this is, uh, let's see. October. Yeah, maybe some people don't know what happened. Yeah. So uh, Rudy Giuliani, in um, over the course of the last couple of years, at the behest of Donald Trump, has, and the success of the uh, Hillary email scandal that turned out to be nothing. And if you don't believe me, ask William Barr, because he's the one who oversaw the rest of the investigation and shut it down with a whimper, not a bang. At the you know uh, about a year ago, there is no there 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 was no there there. The thirty thousand emails that were never spoken of. There's no such thing as an email that disappears. No no. There's no version of reality, and I don't know why I have to explain this to people. Where an email only exists in one place. What are you talking about? And there is also no situation where when it comes to national security or government email accounts or persons working in and for the government with security clearances that the government doesn't have a proactive ability to subpoena the accounts of the people those people might be sending emails to. So whatever Hillary's server fantasy they wanted to build up, the only purpose of a server is to route documents or store documents. That's yep. it. 
The server has hard drives hooked up to it, which store copies of stuff in case the power goes out. And they also bounce stuff through. That's that they. That's why they're a server. That's where the name is rooted in. You know what I mean? Okay, so I can't believe that these idiots always thought they're where are these. They bleach bitted and destroyed thirty thousand emails. No emails, and nobody knows this better than Donald Trump. It's why he doesn't use email. Donald Trump has. For years, since email came out, been completely paranoid and only sends stuff. Good reason. Yeah. Only sends stuff through email that he is either fine with being discovered or hopes will be discovered to counteract the stuff he wrote on paper. So what you do is write, never do anything illegal. CC everyone in an email. And then write on a piece of paper, do this illegal thing for me, would you? And yeah. that's, and then tear this note up when you're done. Carter Page. Anyways, so point is, is that over the last, you know, that whole thing fell apart. But it was incredibly successful. It worked. It diminished the vote for Hillary in key areas. The entire, like, she's a crook. She's involved in this. The 30,000 emails. Where are the servers? Russia, if you're listening, if you can find the 30,000 emails, you don't need Russia to find them. The DOJ and the DOD and the State Department have access to all everything always. It's silly. So, um, especially. I didn't think it would work. And it did. And they were looking for another bite at the apple. So the the interesting thing is, and I guess it's because we live in a society where everything is a reboot. <laughs> you know, like, seriously, are there no original ideas? And so what Trump decided to do with the help of Igor, Lev, and Rudy, which just, when is that? Please, Netflix, please let me play Rudy Giuliani in a big kind of bloviated Cheney suit like the one that... Uh, that uh, like Christian Bale wore um, with Lev and Eve. Oh, I want to yeah. play. I want to play all just three like Jiminy Glick. Like no, why yeah, back? Totally. I want to play all three of them like a clumps movie. I would just oh <laughs> god, just the the Borat level sex scenes would be horrifying. So, anyways, the three of those guys, Trump decided these guys are uniquely capable, and therefore I will send them marching across the earth to get me get me another one of those. Literally, like it's a, a fish delight or some, you know, or another slice of chocolate cake. Get me another email scandal. Get me another computer. I don't have any emails. They have emails. Let's use their stuff against them. I mean, it, you can see the roots of the paranoia that Trump has in what he uses to attack everyone else and why he thinks... Everybody's a crook because I'm a crook. And the only difference between me and them is I don't use email, so their emails must be just full of criminality. And then they go and find out, actually, there aren't. We'll make some up. Because emails don't have signatures. How easy is that? And that brings us to the next chapter in uh, uh, Love for Sale, The Adventures of Igor Rudy and Lev in Ukraine. We'll do them when we come back. It's the House Park Radio program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Love Brokers. <laughs> you and me. Well, there's a lot of pride that comes with having your own home. It's the place where so many memories are made, right? It's the biggest investment you'll likely ever make, and it's a lot of work. That's where Angie comes in. Angie is on a mission to help you love your home by taking on all the projects that come with it. It's your personal home expert. When you download the Angie app, help is at your fingertips when you need it the most. Find a local professional to fix an emergency leak. If you're planning on a renovation, Angie matches you with the right contractor for the job. You can even schedule seasonal maintenance so it's all on autopilot. Plus, you can see clear upfront pricing on hundreds of projects so you know what you'll pay ahead of time. You can even pay your pro securely right through the app. Angie is your ally. It's all about trust. Handling your home has never been this straightforward. But now it is with Angie, your home for everything home. Download the Angie app today. That's Angie. Now let's get back with Hell Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Oh, yeah, that's normal. 
We'll also be talking about the Arizona audit, which is awesome, by the way. For everybody who might be listening in troll world that thinks somehow um, Democrats and liberals and progressives are upset that they're auditing the vote in, in Arizona, no. No, it's it's hilarious. It's impotent. It's silly. And we'll talk about it at some point in the next hour because it's and hilarious. And what can't a black light do, really? Honestly, yeah. Like, that, like I, it's really I, – I feel like they've watched too much forensics files or not enough. I can't decide. Yeah. So, all right. So let's get back to the, 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 the lovely adventures of Lev, Igor, and Rudy in Ukraine. So in 2019, Lev and Igor were arrested by the FBI, okay? They were taken into custody um, for all of this shenanigans, for trying to muck around in the U.S. election and, and influence peddling and attempted bribe. And and um, they were arraigned in New York um, by SDNY on conspiracy and other charges related to campaign campaign finance violations. So they were basically like um, funneling money. Basically, it was just it was was a bribery scheme. I mean, they'll call it campaign finance, but it's a bribery scheme. Like we'll slip you some campaign cash if you do this directly for us, not like. Hey, we support you because you support the kind of taxation that would help us as a company. That's your kind of run-of-the-mill campaign donation scheme. The, this is $150,000 if you can get this law brought to a floor vote or if you can change this regulation via executive order. That kind of stuff. So that's what they're brought in. Okay. Um, so uh, to better uh, – <laughs> these guys were working with Rudy – and bragging about it. And, by the way, both of them were aware at the level of criminality they were engaged in and, and effectively always printing compromise on Rudy every turn they could. And it's mm-hmm. super obvious from the videos they took and the pictures they took with them and, and, and Trump and them and Rudy that on the one hand, these were advertisements for the very people that were giving them money that they could shave a little off and keep themselves. And then they would pay through to Rudy and Trump or whoever was acting on his behalf. They knew that they would need to go, hey, here's a picture of me with the president. This is a real picture. We were at Christmas. Rudy brought us to that. Rudy brought us to this uh, wedding reception. Rudy brought us to, you know, the, the, the Hanukkah party. This is all true. He all, they, they went to this stuff, and Rudy Giuliani was their escort, right, for lack of a better word. And they used that to advertise that to the very people and to remind the people uh, who were paying them. By the way, they were both born in Russia, living in Ukraine, like all the other sock puppets trying to undermine the Ukrainian government so that Russia can take it back over again. Um, and these guys um, also very regularly took videos with them and Rudy – where he would name drop people he was interacting with, like Moisha, whoever that is, and and making him basically say, like, hey, can't wait to see you again about someone who very well might be, and we don't know, but very well could be, a, a, a woman um, with an alternative economic, uh, how do I put this, uh, hmm. standard uh, methodology? I don't know. Some, something Matt Gates would Venmo for. That's what, just put it that way. Yeah. So, uh, you know, intentionally doing this. They were, they were obviously and regularly not just creating these pictures for these folks that were promoting them and giving them money, but also in case they get busted, we're not going down as the two lapdog suckers of this dude. And so the minute, I mean, they did a big interview with Rachel Maddow in, I think it was October of 2019. When they got busted and they were out on bail, they started singing. They started singing not just to the press, like, you know, uh, his attorney, uh, Lev's attorney was, you know, regularly, he had a hashtag, let Lev speak, which, (laughs) you know, every time I hear it, I I would think of Let Love Rule by Lenny Kravitz, you know, let (laughs) Lev speak, you've got to let Right. So um, that always would go through my mind whenever that came up. Right. So they started talking and they have not stopped. Apparently, let's be abundantly clear that Lev and Igor are never 
unlike you know Michael Cohen or others or you know you know and of course they did not have a pardon waiting for them the way Roger Stone did the way Paul Manafort did and others they they weren't going to get one you're not going to pardon two soviet born ukrainians who were caught trying to help you rig the election for, you know using you know fake evidence against the son of your opponent so that wasn't going to happen. So they know that. Their only way out is total cooperation, rolling. In, in many ways, the way um, Rick Gates did and the way Michael Flynn was until it looked like Trump was going to, until Trump directly signaled, I'm going to give you a pardon. Then Mike Flynn clammed up, hid what he was doing, stopped, right? So um, uh there were, let's see, this is from this is from an article in 2019. Um, to better understand the extent of Fruman and Parnas' activities, it helps to follow the work of two unofficial investigators on opposite sides of the world who steadily scratched the clues and raised flags. Neither of them was able to see the full picture. One sleuth, an expert on money and politics, was in Washington. The other was in Kiev with an eye on corruption in Ukraine. The first was a guy named Trevor Potter. Uh, he has a D.C. pedigree. Potter is a Republican who used to run the Federal Election Commission and served as a general counsel for John McCain's 2000 and 2008 presidential campaign. So obviously an un-American stooge fighting for rhinos, right? And um, these days, in the parlance of Trump, um, these days, Potter runs a group called the Campaign Legal Center. Um, you know, three words that very much upset the the right <laughs> Um, his team scans political contributions looking for suspicious transactions and reports it to authorities. Good work, guys. Appreciate your work. Even if you were working for uh, the guy I voted against, I don't care. Good for you. All right. In the summer of last year, they found one. A company called Global Energy Producers gave $325,000 to America First Action, the super PAC supporting Trump. When Potter and his team started digging into the company that made the contribution, they found it was a blank slate. It didn't exist. Now, if you'll recall, um, there was a big one about Mitt Romney at one point um, where a company came into existence on a like Wednesday afternoon, gave a million dollars to a super PAC supporting Mitt Romney and was out of business by the following day. Wow. This was the kind of stuff that these guys look into. And, and for all the back and forth about you know, dark money and stuff that that story got less and less news than I thought it would, considering the extraordinary nature of it and how obvious and blatant it was. And you can't look. You can't. You can't even ask where the money come from. You know, apparently free speech is also uh, the freedom to, I guess, uh, wear a hoodie walking in the dark unless I guess you're a black pedestrian. Yeah. Um, you know, so the company hadn't existed. It had been form, uh, formed literally a couple of weeks before the contribution. It had no website, no history of political activity. So you're thinking this is most likely a company created to make this contribution. And that setting up a shell company to hide political contribution is a crime. You have to disclose the, uh, to the FEC reports uh, of the true, that states the true source of the money and who the contributor actually is, right? So... Um, Potter and his team wanted to know who was behind the company, so they kept digging, found addresses associated with global energy producers in South Florida, hmm, and New York, hmm. Now, who, what politician in the last, I don't know, five years would you associate with South Florida and New York? I, I'll let hmm. you scratch around, yeah. So you take a look at the address and say, has anyone else given from it? That's how they found contributions to Pete Sessions of Texas, who was a Republican con congressman at the time, but lost his reelection bid last year. Apparently, there wasn't enough money. The donors were Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman, the huh. guys that were, that were globetrotting around the world with Rudy Giuliani. In 2018, Potter's group alerted the FEC about possible campaign violations by Parnas and Fruman, and then nothing. During the Trump years... Money going straight into the coffers of Republicans. Sketchy as hell. A Republican organization says this is skeevy. And they go to the, uh, the Trump DOJ and nothing. Months later, on the other side of the globe, a second sleuth heard the same news, heard the same names. Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman. Dale Perry doesn't know anything about campaign finance, but he does know about corruption as well as the energy industry in Ukraine. He owns a large U.S. energy company operating 
in Ukraine. Yes, a large, you heard that right, a large U.S. energy company operating in Ukraine. All right. Perry first heard of Parnas and Fruman after they met with Perry's former business partner in the March of this year and presented an unusual plan. What was so troubling was it was basically the presentation of the intent to take the gas sector back to where it was during the Yanukovych regime. Yanukovych is who Manafort worked for. Yanukovych is the guy (laughs) that set up snipers on rooftops to shoot rioters that had been um, that had been pushed to violence by agent provocateurs in the crowd who all knew that at 1035, leave the street because the snipers are going to open fire. And that was Manafort's plan, the guy who hired dudes off Craigslist to have sex with his disabled wife whose daughters won't talk to him anymore and was hired by Donald Trump to run his campaign for free. And in exchange, what he got was a change in the Republican platform that kept uh, Ukraine from having offensive weaponry. Like this, it's so. So this is all of this reality is why the right invents such cockamamie, crazy things that they think like this big New World Order conspiracy is. Oh yeah, and this is by the way, this you know this is two countries, energy money, and uh, and and a you know a, a standoff between and a collaboration between elements of either country to benefit politicians and rich people in those countries. This is not, we're going to put a tracking device, you know, in every human and that the mark of the beast is the vaccine and kooky nonsense like this. This is run-of-the-mill conspiracy. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is business people conspiring in the same way that they would, you know, come up with, uh, like, oh, I don't know, like the the Kushner family (laughs) would, one one of the brothers would, hire a prostitute to sleep with his own brother so that he could so he could blackmail him to take over the company himself like that kind of stuff it's not weird it doesn't require uh, the you know uh, the pentavlet you know it doesn't require a Rothschild centuries old uh you know anti-semitic conspiracy that's been going on forever it's just money it's just people trying to you know, it's crooks it's uh, i mean it's Common baseline mob thievery. That's all it is. And when you look at it in those stark terms, and, if, and that's how the Biden administration is looking at it, and we got to take a break. The Biden administration is being very smart about this. And they're doing something that John Kerry got pilloried for when he was running for president when talking about Osama bin Laden and, and al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. We'll be back right after this. Ooh. Well, you've probably heard you should be eating more seafood. Ha, I'm way ahead of the curve. Yay. But maybe the seafood counter is too intimidating or you aren't quite sure how to prepare it. That's why you need Wild Alaskan Company. The founder comes from a long line of Alaskan commercial fishermen. So they're experts in getting the highest quality, sustainably sourced seafood right to your plate. They believe that what you eat matters. As a member of the Wild Alaskan Company, you'll receive a variety of delicious, perfectly portioned, wild-caught seafood delivered right to your door. With access to their team of fishmongers for any questions, recipes, or cooking tips, they're so confident in the taste and quality of Alaska's seafood. They offer a 100% money-back guarantee. Change or pause your delivery. Delivery date anytime, so easy. Right now, get $15 off your first box of wild-caught seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. 15 bucks off your first box. Wow. Wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. Now let's get back to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Welcome back to the show, and thanks, everybody, for your support. Patreon.com slash Hal Sparks is a great way to support the show, as well as Venmo. We have a little Venmo thing on the screen when you're watching us on on our live stream. If you take a picture of it with your phone, you can donate to the show. Any amount is welcome. We're looking. We're always looking for a whale. I always feel like uh, Steve Martin in that one joke on, I think it was Wild and Crazy Guy, where he's like, uh, $25,000 a ticket, one show, Goodbye. <laughs> <So anyway laughs> there's uh and and to the twitch.tv slash Al Sparks uh whales that are out there, apparently there are Bitcoin whales out there that are magically roll into shows and decide to hit them up big. Hi. I'm actually can you have you have you ever seen this much information pulled from one man's dome before 
in the process of recalling the last two years of a scandal? No, I think not. So uh, welcome and thanks. And thanks for the hype train, guys. Um, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can help the show out by going on twitch.tv slash Sparks and subscribing to the show using Amazon Prime. And it doesn't cost you anything. Use Amazon Prime, doesn't cost you a dime. See that works? Ah, I've got my banter down now. I got to work on it so it's tighter, though. Anyways, back to our story. So, when we last left you, uh, Rudy, Igor, and uh, Lev were traipsing around Ukraine. And magically around that time, a little before that, actually, before Lev and Igor were busted, uh, there were news stories floating around that there was a heart, there was uh, information, compromise, being shopped around in Ukraine for $3 million. Someone was looking to sell a hard drive with information on it to any takers um, in, you know, in, and obviously with a wink and a nod to the Trump orbit that supposedly uh, showed compromising criminal activity both in Hunter Biden's life and in Joe Biden's uh, financial dealings, right? And uh, $3 million bucks gets you this little thing. And imagine being in charge of a country with a $24 trillion economy for the low, low price of $3 million. So Rudy Giuliani, not wanting to be outbid, ran over there and sniped it with $5 million and came back. And then there were two stories that about the Hunter Biden laptop. First, it showed up at a guy named Keith Ablo's office. Keith, uh, or sorry, yeah, Keith, yeah, Keith Ablo, who's a Fox shrink who was uh, lost his license and kicked off the air and is being charged with drugging and and having sex with his patients, like a Fox shrink would do. I mean, I don't know why. I, I'm surprised he get hired after that. <laughs> Anyways, so um, it, originally the laptop showed up at his house. And was returned to Hunter, but not before they copied the contents of the hard drive and Rudy got a hold of it that way with a buddy of his. That story fell apart, so suddenly it shows up at the magic blind repair shop guys who now, who after they asked for it, found a receipt but didn't offer it beforehand as proof and only knew it was Hunter Biden's because it had a Bo Biden Foundation sticker on that because nobody wants to cure cancer except maybe Hunter Biden. So, um, and of course... uh, Instead of reporting, uh, you know, abandoned material or throwing it away, he, by the way, the Yelp reviews on this guy's shop must be amazing. If you leave anything there and the and and you miss his phone call, he's going to go through all your documents, I guess would be the, the Yelp review in theory. Um, by the way, just for the record, in my own belief, uh, in my humble opinion, the Hunter Biden laptop does not exist. The uh, hard drive is a f- complete fake, and there's a reason why. Uh, when Rudy was on Tucker, he said, do you want those hard drives? Those are Hunter Biden's hard drives. He didn't say laptop because there was no laptop. There were just copies of the copies he purchased in Ukraine. All right. He just brought one back and then he copied it multiple times that they were going to sort of pass out to people to start leaking little bits of fake information. They gave allegedly a copy of the hard drive in 2019. Uh, Allegedly, Rudy Giuliani stated that he gave a copy of this hard drive to the FBI. And then last September, before the election, said, I've discovered, I've only been able to go through half of this on Rudy's uh, show. What's the Rudy show called again? Rudy Giuliani is <laughs> 51 years old, I think is the name of the show. Anyway, yeah. Rudy, Rudy's, oh my gosh, thank you, Cassie, for gifting subs on on there. Bless you. Um, on twitch.tv slash Hi. Uh, so, um, over the course of like, uh, where was I? Oh yes, hard drive. Rudy nonsense. Um, so Rudy um, allegedly has this, uh, you know, these multiple hard drives that are supposedly, uh, you know, Hunter Biden stuff, and he gives one to the FBI almost two years ago now, and right about. The, and by the way, Levin Igor were arrested shortly thereafter, and their devices were taken and that kind of stuff. And I'll I'll allude to why. That is, if you don't know to look it up, look up the term metadata. It, it would be, it's a word that if I had a time machine, I would go back and not tell Rudy Giuliani two years ago so I could watch him make these mistakes again and again and again. So uh, he, he turns in this hard drive, allegedly gives this hard drive to the FBI the FBI and get this hard drive. And instead of going, oh my gosh, 
This thing is full of the the compromising information on Joe Biden. And oh my gosh, Joe Biden, the former vice president who's currently not in office and at that time is like the fifth person in line, possibly. Bernie was going to run away with it if Elizabeth Warren didn't snake it from him. Who's this Mayor Pete guy? And Joe Biden's last in the pack. His his granddaughters and his daughters, uh, uh, you know, uh, and his children hadn't said pop run yet, even at this point. But suddenly it's super important. The FBI is so afraid of Joe Biden, right? They're fr- I don't know, uh, because Trump is running things. I, it's amazing how stupid you have to be to buy this crap. But the FBI gets a copy of this alleged hard drive. And they don't arrest Hunter Biden. And they don't arrest Joe Biden. And they certainly don't lock up Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin and put them in Gitmo and assassinate all of them like the QAnons were talking about. What do the FBI do when they actually get it? They arrest Lev and Igor, and then they start looking at Rudy Giuliani's electronic accounts. They look at his, they get a warrant for, they get a warrant to look at his iCloud account. The president's lawyer understand what had, what they had to have discovered in this process to get a, to be able to get a warrant to look at Rudy Giuliani's iCloud account where he stores all of his documents and his emails go through. Do you understand what they have to have gone, oh my God, what is happening here? I'll tell you, part of it was Rudy Giuliani, as a moron, walked in a faked piece of evidence into the FBI that has his fingerprints all over it. And they went, we just are, we've been following these guys, Lev and Igor, because of stuff we were tipped off to two years ago. And he, we know that they traveled with him we're going to need to look at his emails because this is the same fake, deep fake pictures and, and emails and fake text messages and stuff like that that we saw passing through these guys' accounts are now showing up on this fake hard drive that Rudy Giuliani walked into us because he thought Trump ran the place and therefore he could do it. It is the like it's like walk, watching a grown man just stomp a rake over and over and watch the, ha- the handle smack him in the face. And to be that stupid that you think the American Federal Bureau of Investigation does not have the means and wherewithal to scan a hard drive that you turn in as evidence that can also see what was erased off of it first, the, where the information that was put on it came from in the metadata of the pictures, the video files, the emails that came in and out of it, what modifications were made and when to those emails. So you take a real email, you add four extra sentences to it that look a little sketchy, and then you put it back and you think, oh, man, I just, I just signed my, you know, I basically forged a document and put it in the folder. And you don't think they can see the whiteout on the paper, you moron? And he walks in there, and that's why, even though he's the president's lawyer at the time, think about that for a second. The, the, Donald Trump, who's the most vindictive president we've had um, since J. Edgar Hoover really ran the joint, um, and and the most like conniving wannabe mobster since Dick Cheney. And I think a lot of us are just thankful that he's not as clever as Dick Cheney in his evil workings, because had he been, we'd be in a lot more trouble. If mm-hmm. if Trump had any discernment, if he really did hire the best people, if he really was capable of hiring the best people, we would be Only in we would be in a horrible position right now as a country. But he's not. He hired idiots. Who hired idiots? Like, you have to understand, as dumb as Rudy is, he was dumb enough to hire Lev and Igor. It, I, I'm, it, it would be upsetting if it weren't so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. It's just, mwah. I can't tell you the joy I have, uh, in, I've experienced watching this play out over the last couple of years. And, and, and you know... If you've watched my stream over the last year or even watched my, you know, our show every Saturday for the last years or listened to it, that I have never, ever, ever 
been shaken by anything presented as evident, uh, alleged evidence against Joe Biden and Hunter Biden by this crowd. Because the absolute, like, ham-handed mockery of, of an investigation that they've been flailing about over the last few years has been so beautifully ridiculous that I, why would you ever, that's a reason why Biden's smiling about this and going, I love my son and, you know, he's had his troubles, but we're very proud of him. That's why. Yeah. How could you say that when this stuff comes out about your son? Because that's not stuff about my son. And I'm not going to pretend some of it's real when other parts of it aren't. And they've been fused together by Russian, uh, you know, operatives in Ukraine. Right. And step on a rake. You're laying in my yard. I'm not that dumb. That's Rudy's job. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Um, thank you, Cassie Hill and Tony and Norman for your uh, subs on on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash HouseParks. If you're, you know, come on, man. Help us out. Love you guys. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Oh, yeah, that's normal. So welcome back to the show. I um, I have been and I have a question. I have a question for our listeners. 773-763-9278 is our number. 773-763-9278. Um, I have a question. Indeed. I have a question uh, for Johnny Million. I have a question for uh, the, the, the people in the chat room. And... Um, the I guess the question is, um, is Rudy Giuliani, um, how do I put this, crook or moron? And here's the oh. reason. Okay, because does anybody, do you think Rudy Giuliani would be able to notice the difference if somebody was selling him something? Notice the difference between a a deep fake and a real photograph. Like most of us right now, deep fakes are pretty good. Right yeah. Now, right. Photoshop's pretty good. Right. But there's the uncanny valley where a lot of us are like, something's funky about that picture. If we and it, we might online if it goes through our feed, we might go through and go, oh my god, is that Tom Cruise on a golf course? And then you and then you watch it a second time, you're like, something's funky. Mm-hmm. You and and that doesn't cost us anything. Everybody's saying both in the chat room. Um, Banjo Battle says crook a doodle do. I think there's you know <laughs> something there's nice. merit to that. Um, I they're uh, and they're both customers of Epstein says Rook Hoover and um, Moran. I think he actually believes it. The man has tried to use his Apple Pen backwards. That's true. Well, that goes to the whole technology thing because you have you know this idea that. Um, they're talking about how Biden is uh, is on par to be our most tech savvy president so far. I mean, that's kind of amazing that at his age, and yeah, you know, that's pretty I, crazy. Yeah, that it, I've I've done. You know, pe- many people know the joke of I've done in my act. If you've seen my act, and if you haven't, I'm not going to restate the joke. But it's basically about buying my great my grandmother a cell phone, a smartphone. And how the guy at the store didn't want to sell it to us because she's too old to deal with it. And my case, that the opposite is true. That old people have been around and they know they've been through more iterations of technology than you have. If you were born right now, you couldn't go back and operate a rotary phone. They can do both. So in the case of Joe Biden, Joe Biden has a phone. Tr- Trump lives on his phone and they're basically the same age. A couple of years difference, right? Same generation. But Trump lives on his I mean, he doesn't understand that they can be hacked, and that's where he's dumb. And the same thing is true of Rudy Giuliani. But Rudy Giuliani on his show, uh, what's it? Rudy Giuliani is 51 years old and with greasy hair. Um, he often will have two iPads sitting in front of him on his desk. And um, and he will use them, and, and as one person in our chat room noted, he will often try to, oftentimes use his Apple Pen backwards. Um but that's partly because in his time, he's used pens and written, which a lot of kids don't do anymore. They just type stuff. And over time, as an older man, he got uh, 
uh, we all used the, just the rubber-tipped styluses for a good long while. It didn't matter the end. And you had a fine end and a round end for some things just to direct it using it like a little wand, right? Mm-hmm. So over the, um, um, you know, over the course of watching Rudy Giuliani sort of you know, figure that part of it out. And yet at the same time, a little learning is a dangerous thing. Being ridiculously dumb about everything else incriminating himself. So um, this guy, Perry, who was looking after um, uh, um, the Levin Igor and who was really concerned that these guys, and I understand these guys are crooks. They are not, they are luckily bad at their job, but what they are moving to do, like the the statement by that uh, by the guy um, and I'm his name um, uh, that was looking into Dale Perry, Dale Perry, who was looking into Levin Igor's businesses in Ukraine, understand that he was saying what was tr- so troubling was it was basically the presentation of the intent to take the gas sector back to where it was during the Yanukovych regime. Okay, that is understand this. Back to where it was during the Yanukovych regime. That was before Hunter Biden joined Burisma. So understand this and understand what was going on in the Russian ener- in the uh, Ukrainian energy sector at that time. Russian sock puppets were trying to undermine the energy sector there were being paid by Russia to do it so that Russia wouldn't have to compete with Ukraine for getting oil and gas to Europe so that the big pipeline that Russia is trying to push down that we're arguing about Russia with, right, um, that everybody's talking about, that Ukraine couldn't compete with that and Europe could go, let's see, we can either get our natural gas from Russia, who, you know, is run by a, a maniacal mobster who's pushing, you know, having people push doctors out of windows when they say the truth about COVID and the and the Sputnik vaccine and is trying to kill Navalny and is murdering, you know, uh, dissidents in parks in Germany. We can choose between buying our oil and gas from them or from the Ukraine, which is a free ally of, the, of Europe. Well, how do you stop them from making that choice? You undermine the oil and gas sector in Ukraine. You bury it. You make it unprofitable. You make it inept. You destroy sections of it. You make it so that no one would invest money in it because it will. Why would you invest in a pipeline in Ukraine that gets, you know, the the oil and gas from there into Europe if you know full well that the money you invest is going to go into Russian coffers. It's going to be siphoned out. And not only is it going to go to Russia, just straight up cash out the door, the million dollars you put in is going to be a mil- you know, $950,000 in the pocket of Vladimir Putin and his friends. But, and that people are going to get murdered along the way, but that the money that is given to Russia is going to pay for the bullets that are being fired back into Ukraine to actually help finance the takeover of Ukraine. After Crimea, that was the fear. That was what Yanukovych and his crowd, that's what that prosecutor that everybody's saying Biden was, he bragged about getting right. Yeah, he bragged about it. The guy was a crook. He was working on behalf of the Russians. He was undermining the Ukrainian government so they could not be free. And a democracy where they could have free and fair elections and you don't have snipers on rooftops, right? So over the course of that, the you know make in making that decision this guy recognized that oh my god these guys are trying to undermine the the Ukrainian government and the Ukrainian gas sector so that they can go back to that system where the Russians could slowly but surely chip away at the Ukrainians belief that they could have a functioning government and a and a society of their own so that they would basically beg to go back into the arms of Russia so that they wouldn't be run by this corrupt nonsense or that it was at least a level of corruption they were used to that's the hope right And when Hunter Biden and his investment buddies came in, they were bringing in money from all over the world into the Ukrainian oil and gas sector. And their job and why they got such a big fee was to sit there with their arms crossed on the board and make sure that that money got spent on pipelines and pumps and drilling and not funneled into Russia. 
which ticked off Russia and made them an enemy of this. So they immediately went, okay, Hunter Biden, his dad's probably going to run. It, you know, he's the former vice president. Even if he doesn't run, we can go, this is just comp. This is, this is a situation where people are influence peddling. That's what we do. So we'll just tar them with that. So that's precisely what happened. They started this plot a while back because they want to go back to that system. And Hunter Biden and his buddies were sitting there making $85,000 a month amongst the three of them, watching $1.5 billion get invested in the Ukrainian oil and gas sector because the investors were expecting over time a 20 or $50 billion return once that was done. So if you're making $85,000 a month shepherding a billion five through that, that everybody's trying to steal and you're in charge of it and you're on the hook if it gets stolen, by the way, yeah. you're never going to work again. And a lot of these people are dangerous. These investors are, you know, you have car accidents when you mess with a billion five of some of these people's money because it was it was Saudi princes and all kinds of people who were wanting to invest in this because they're running out of oil and gas. That's another story that they wanted to go back to this. And unfortunately for them, Hunter Biden and his buddies were and were in the way. And so this scheme was hatched to stop it. And Donald Trump would be the delivery system for it. And Rudy Giuliani would help them craft this. And as soon as Hunter Biden left that board, the original owner of the company who'd been living in exile during uh, that time came back to the country. Mm-hmm. We'll be back right after uh, the news and news. a couple of. Uh, yeah, we got to do that stuff. Thanks for listening. It's the House Park Radio program, Mega Worldwide. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. It's now time for the happy ending. Yay! I, I, um, I'm a little disturbed even just by the statement of that, considering the stories that we've been yeah. talking about. <laughs> um, um, in addition to contacting Gates when uh, he, you know, Greenberg called Gates and said, dude, she was 17 when... All of us had sex with her, I guess, was something on the order of what was said. Wow. Um, he apparently wrote that he told the girl how serious a situation this was and how many people she put in danger. She apologized and, recogni- and recognized that by lying about her age, she endangered many people. Oh, my God. She's a minor. I don't. That That's one of the reasons why I don't like this ma- happy ending. She is not mature enough to recognize the consequences of her actions. That's what makes her a minor. You can't you don't get points for chastising a minor for lying about their age and having sex with you. What are you talking about? She apologized. She did she did she well, did you? I hope. I hope you, as a gentleman, accepted her apology. Get out. I, so, uh, Stone appears in the text messages via signal to have advised Greenberg last November to create a document that quote tells the story fully, but be certain to include your leadership for Trump prominently which I think means all the stuff you've done for Trump. Make sure Trump knows that you're a friendly, which Greenberg did. And according to the Daily Beast, though Greenberg's letter outlined his alleged involvement with Gates, he also spoke about his support for the president, including as a donor for the infamous Super Trump billboard that appeared along Interstate 4 in 2016. Gee, I wonder if he used the same Venmo account. Good God. At one point in their text exchanges, Greenberg tells Stone he wasn't he hasn't been in communication with Gates you, what since he was arrested and indicted on sex charges. What is he not returning your phone calls now? <laughs> Bahoo. Telling Stone, you need to stress to him the severity of all this. And while I haven't had any communication with MG, he absolutely has to know that the sex charge they hit me with would be what they would hit him with. All he has to do is explain to POTUS the situation and his exposure, and it would be very easy to do. MG is like a son to POTUS. MG is like a brother to me. Uh, Talk about daddy issues. Criminy. What the hell are they doing? 
What in the family values? Is, like what? Hashtag what family getting? values. Say again, sorry. What are they getting from this? This is horrible. Yeah, I power. I mean, arguably, I mean, that's I mean, control. There's been a big thing in the Republican Party since the Bush years under Cheney, where they were talking about everybody would have a KMA card on the Republican side. a kiss my tuchus card, um, which would be a KMT, I suppose, um, card that if you're pulled over or some local official tries to mess with you and you're like, no, 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 I got this little presidential waiver card. That's going to protect me from any of your stuff. And this was talked about openly by a lot of Republicans back in the day. Um, That this seems to be a natural extension of this. That in the Trump world, there really does seem to be a, uh, you know, a belief that, oh, it's like a pardon card. Now, the question that comes up, of course, is uh, can, you know, did Trump give Gates a, a blanket pardon in this circumstance, that he can whip out. And did Rudy get a pardon for whatever he may Wouldn't have done? Wouldn't we know that? Huh? Wouldn't we know that by now? Yeah, I would I would guess the... I guess... Um, my guess is that when Biden smiles about this stuff and plays coy and goes, you know... And he even said, you know, they said, did you know about this raid? And he goes, hand of God, I didn't. I believe him because I don't think he wants to know. And I also think he trusts that the Justice Department is going to find the real criminality there. And like I said, it's one of the reasons why he smiled during this whole, oh, my God, have you seen this Hunter Biden awfulness? Um, Hunter Biden just released a book copying to all the real stuff that has been talked about in his life. And the rest of it's all garbage. Like, he knows it's manufactured to try and destroy his dad. That's what you do. You smile. You be honest. You out yourself. It was like the end of an eight mile. You know what I mean? At a certain point, you just kind of out. You you openly talk about all the negative traits that you have, and nobody has anything on you anymore. Um, uh, you know, it's it's why trolls can't hit me on being you know vain and egomaniacal. <laughs> and <laughs> so the the point being is that they, these guys, um, like this is the weird part to it. The, it that letter, um where he's trying to get Stone to give him a pardon, where Joel Greenberg is trying to get this thing. Um, Greenberg was clear with Stone that come January 21st, I have to do what's best for me and my family. This is my life. I've got two kids. You think MG is going to come visit me in prison? Ouch. Yeah. January 20th. That's the deadline, man. The de- I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on my hands and play nice. If I can get a pardon and my, and and Matt can get a pardon, even if it's under the table, that I can just wag. Like, where's my? If I get my KMA card, then I'll keep my mouth shut for the most part. But come January 21st, uh uh-uh. uh, come January 21st, I have to do what's best for my family. Funny that he didn't mm-hmm. think that back when he was having sex with a 17-year-old in a room full of other dudes Dude. gacked up on ecstasy um, and was paying for sex with Venmo and pimping for other members of the Florida legislature. Because, by the way, there's a third party involved in all this that's listed in this thing, and then there's multiple other dudes. You think this dude is partying with anybody who doesn't have power? You think he's setting up parties for, like, buddies from his that don't really, you know, that work as boat mechanics in Fort Lauderdale? You think the other guys in these group gatherings aren't connected? Are you This guy, uh, Joel Greenberg, was trying to build a political future on the Jeffrey Epstein business model. He was trying to do what Epstein did, but without the underage girls part. Just right there. 18 and over. If I could just do that, I can avoid all the, you know, what sent Epstein to jail the first time, even though he had a key to the jail and he could come and go, apparently. Even though what he was in there for was uh, for raping a minor. Because you can't have sex with a minor. I mean, I use the term, you know, but when we're talking in a legal sense and we're talking in a moral sense... You, you can't have sex with a minor. You can. It's no. rape. It's rape. This is all rape. Call it statutory rape if you want to and soften the blow. Still rape. And she, the fact that he even writes in his letter, the ego to say she apologized. Think about that for a second. 
Think about who you're dealing with. And think about that Matt Gates, when he was informed of it, was shocked and horrified. So, and then think back to all the time Matt Gates allegedly has gone through a bill and said, this part's bad. Oh, yeah, Mr. Due Diligence? Just cretins. So between the two of them, now, by the, by the way, come January 21st, I have to do what's right for my family. Mr. I have to do what's right for my family continues. If I get you 250 k in Bitcoin, would that help? Or is this not a financial matter? Yeah, that sentence really caught my eye. Why, why wouldn't it be a financial matter? I'll tell you why. Because Matt Gates is wrapped up in it. Because other Florida politicians, look, I can pay you. But there's another compensation that's going on in this, which is not losing, you know, seven or ten Republican Congress people who are thinking they have a future. Who think they have a career. Who think they aren't going to jail. Um, so, and again, I, I hesitate to give advice to criminals. But there are so many teachable lessons from them. They're really bad at it. They're real. Thank God. Yeah, I think that's I mean, the happy. There are some that are really good at it, but that, we don't oh, know. Oh, that's right. That's absolutely right. And um, I would like to say that the happy ending is us all seeing the moronic lack of skill in the criminality of the Trumpsters and maggots and his field. I... Don't even get me started on on Steve Bannon stealing wall money from the mag. Oh, uh, I like that. That we didn't even we haven't even talked about that in months. That's still going to go through the courts. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your support. Thanks for all the the support that people have been given via Venmo and via uh, patreoncom sparks. We're trying to get a thousand uh, patrons. If you can and want to, please do that. patreoncom sparks. Um, otherwise, subscribe, like, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. We're almost at eighteen thousand subscribers. I know we're a fledgling channel, but that's pretty great. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Johnny Million. You're wonderful. Stop.